0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot so i get it how i live waiting on my moments screaming fuck how they feel dodging jail cells and the pigs down to the kill they shot oscar Grants where it gave a nigga chills let's keep it real if you ain't looking in your eyes closed what i pay what i owe only god knows i ain't for sure give me strength just to change what i can't and understand the difference between a nigga and the king that i am Gotta keep your finger on the trigger. Pop died, Biggie died, they ain't found the killers. Mama say she worried cause I rap about the government and how the church caked up with niggas over, what people out here struggling. It's real though. I just call it how I feel, folk. I'm breathing for a reason. What, the, what you here for? They got us where the villains are who we cheer for. Cause they murdered all the heroes. They say that money make the world go round. And if your laws are never, alright. Hey! Welcome to the Black God Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen we are live on a saturday morning ready mm-hmm. to do some feedback podcasting feedback is when we talk about the things that you had to say about what we had to say throughout the week yes we're gonna read your comments off of our website we're gonna read your comments on the votes on our polls we're gonna listen well actually we didn't get any voicemails this week okay so we won't be listening to any voicemails and um most importantly we didn't get any five-star reviews this week i know i know it's a damn shame really
1: that's why we show up
0: i that's really why I, that's really what the whole point is come on that's the whole point um so yeah we won't be reading any of those so sorry guys for for everyone who loves to hear us get five star reviews because we love that too we
1: do y'all let me down y'all let me down
0: yeah it was a it was a bad bad showing for the fans this week um after we gave them five episodes i mean they just was like fuck fuck that shit okay we we out here in tbgwt nation the thousands and thousands of people that listen come on who haven't given five star reviews yet mm-hmm. they was like fuck you rod and karen i actually don't like you i just listen to your show take it for free and say i'm not gonna take the five minutes leave five star mm-hmm. review mm-hmm. i'm not I gonna will do that not put five on it I, re- I refuse um i don't care about your hard working effort and being with me at my cubicle and all that stuff but you know it's cool you don't have to do that it's fine many people have done it and uh some of y'all are just too good to, to hang out with your friends you know mm-hmm. to let you know that you love us it's mm-hmm. cool
1: and some of y'all have left five stars and y'all know y'all got family and friends and co-workers well y'all shame them shame mm-hmm. works people talking about shame don't work she shame, shame them works. look at them disgusted
0: uh, uh we also did have people that gave us money though so shout out to those people yes and speaking of which let's give a shout out to those people
1: I dedicate
0: this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day all at an all time high under Trump uh Rebecca M thank you very much for your recurring donation Oh, my phone is acting stupid all day alright let's go to the next one Kelly C thank you for your recurring donation Virginia P appreciate you Tiffany B thank you Tiffany Jane M. Appreciate you, Jane. Shirley Kwong, Esquire. Please say the Esquire. She earned it, y'all. uh Lisa D. Thank you, Lisa. Got a one time donation. It says podcast donation from Margaret. Margaret T. Thank, Thank you. you. Palmetto Stone Magic. Thank you. Lindsay B. Thank you, Lindsay. Jeff F. We appreciate you, Jeff, as well. uh Alfonso M. Thank you very much, Alfonso. Mm-hmm. Joy M. We appreciate you. For the recurrent donation. Uh let's see here why it takes a second to load. Alright. Uh Autumn W. Hey, Autumn, it's your time of year. Mm-hmm. Damien Jackson. Woo. I am for real. It's always your time of year. Dalvin C uh Dev wait. Oh, was Dalvin C or something C. Ah, fuck that one up. Damien R. Monique s N- Nicola C uh bambi dr bambi it was with the recurring donation thank you doc thank you kevin w thank you kevin appreciate you donna n thank you it's cool seeing that so many of these are the same people that repped us on the blackout tips day Mm
1: -hmm. and was out there you know rocking y'all
0: rocking y'all clothes uh looking great um Mm -hmm. and then the last two don't want to load Alright, Well, let's just let those sit there on my phone and if they ever come up guys, I'll read your name. Oh, Kimberly. Okay, it's our girl um, Falcons Diva. Thank hey, you. baby. Jason F. is the last one. Thank you very much, Jason. Mm-hmm. And that's everybody. <laughs> Whew. That was a weird week, guys. I would normally get into five star reviews right now. Come Ooh, on. I ain't got none. So we. Won't I be. mean, you know, we have a schedule. I mean, y'all
1: just fucking up the announcements for the week. Just all week, just didn't even think about us once. It's cool. Not once, dog. Not once. Not not mm. once. Not one time. All the laughter, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I love y'all. Y'all my favorite podcast. You somebody see me in the streets, don't dap me up. Come on, somebody. Be like, What's my favorite podcast? You be posting us, but you, but you got to know not to give us five.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we had episode 1953 postponed culture which is uh oh you know what before we even get into this i forgot to mention uh if you're in the Washington DC area and you're on tinder and you see my face
1: oh shit what's that um, what's up? you on tinder
0: someone with the name Anthony Bats is using my picture on tinder to try to to get with women or something like women
1: catfishing
0: them uh catfishing people um i don't know to be honored flattered what whatever but um one picture they even cropped karen out of the picture (laughs) they cut me out so if you guys see me on mtv just know that
1: that ain't you that
0: that's what happened i got some free podcast promotion i don't know what they're doing um but anthony bats b-a-t-t-s 36 in the um washington dc area claims to be a english teacher at wch at at, wchs or some somebody's high school um his um profile says he's straight 36 years old i'm flattered okay i'm 40 i'm about to be 41 come on so the fact that you thought hey let me knock it down a few years this is a 36 year old man um i appreciate the i appreciate that homie okay they say i look young you know i appreciate that um it says i'm very i'm a very friendly and nice guy i really want to meet someone here move to washington dc from zimbabwe in my free time i love to read book so first of all as an english teacher at a high school come on i'm gonna need you to read more than one book (laughs) okay i can't i love to read book is not that's not acceptable books would probably help uh play basketball and go walk in nature um so, yeah walking i go walk in nature yeah someone that i think is a fan one of the pictures is from ballsy sports with me and justin <laughs> so
1: well oh, they just google that's just those little images that popped up
0: yeah i don't know but um if you guys could uh oh and then what's funny is they had to deface the picture on ballsy sports because it's me holding my basketball and if everybody's ever seen my basketball I wrote my face on my basketball so it says Rod and the face the O is my face I drew a circle right, and a beard on the circle and yes, all that you stuff did. and so he had to to like badly photoshop that it's very weird ah! the lips that he went through um and this is just a warning Anthony if you listen to the show if you're a podcast fan or something like that or you think it's funny or a joke um you know i do want to warn you not just the people in the area that i don't want to get tricked by the picture but you're not ready to handle the deluge of bitches that you are about to get okay <laughs> do you know how many hoes is about to come through your way bro you don't want this smoke you don't want these problems okay now i've been trying to be humble and keep it very nice but the amount of hoes that are going to be throwing themselves at you you don't have the capacity for that not what everybody can't handle that level of power okay <laughs> So you, I mean, <laughs> the phone lines, the messages, uh, like, do, how are you even gonna have a part time, another job it's teaching gonna be English? Rain you're not, you're gonna be in school, and it's just gonna be your your whole phone gonna just keep buzzing and shit. Like, it just for both of our sakes, okay? You should put this down, okay? It's not, it's something that, you know, the average man is not able to handle, okay? And <sighs> But when I say hoes, I mean of all types, all persuasions, all area codes, all type, every orientation. Okay, I'm talking about it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of people throwing themselves at you, and you're not gonna be able to keep up, let alone you know get get on one of these dates or whatever. So if you just want to talk to people, you might as well put your regular picture up there. Come on and do it that way. If you a married person, you trying to cheat or something like that, you might just want to go ahead and not cheat you know what i mean like join get on craigslist or something like that we don't gotta have pictures because if you using mine bro psh, bro i mean psh, I, i'm look <laughs> this is why i don't have i'm not on no dating apps okay not just because i'm married but also i just don't have the time to be consistently inundated with just genitals throwing in my way all the fucking time all, all the t pics it's too much it's really it's honestly too much uh I, you know i do as much as i can to just take all my pictures with my wife and stuff because you just you never know man who just gonna be throwing at you. they just gonna jump on your face like face huggers and aliens you're gonna be walking down the street and people are just gonna be jumping on your face and you're gonna like what the fuck happened and be like oh i thought you was anthony bats from tinder that's what's gonna happen yeah ha- so for both of us please don't because ah, now because ah. now it's gonna be people thinking i'm available
1: right walking
0: around they're gonna see me at the, at getting gas or something and then it's just bam i'm just throwing throwing my crotch in your face because i seen you was on tinder dawg it's not it's not right bruh so please don't it's just for both of us okay <laughs> i would like to be able to go about my day without everybody trying to fuck me if that's okay all right that's been your psa <laughs> if you see it out there guys in the D.C. area please report the account as <laughs> spam. Um, are you ready for some NFL football was the poll because we didn't get any comments on postponed culture which was a uh, long feedback episode I enjoyed it it was long though um, this one will not be are you ready for some NFL football I never really watch I'm boycotting or yes Karen uh, when I
1: watch football yes are you
0: ready for some NFL football uh,
1: yes as All ready right. as I'm going to be
0: okay uh 56 percent never really watch so they're they're not they're not really ready for no football seven percent are boycotting thought that number would be higher and 37 percent said yes and this is one of the reasons i'm glad we had these polls because if you let the conversation on twitter be the judge it's like i really would be like everybody's boycotting football duh you know, all the black people, you know, it's all kaepernick Fuck Jay Z. And now you look at the stats and it's like seven percent. Like that's not a lot of people. Anyway, um Elise says I was already until the Steelers thought it was a preseason game Sunday night. I might have to start my focot. Yeah, y'all got smashed by the uh Patriots, I believe. That was bad luck. Uh Blue Wave Rider says I'm a Browns fan and my team is really good this year. Hell yeah, I'm watching the NFL. Monday morning at the Further Review. Yeah, yeah. uh, I guess y'all didn't get the alert that it was time for football. Um, (laughs) Maybe that's what OBJ should be setting his watch to because y'all got smashed. Um, Let's see. We had episode 1954 which is when I officially came out and joined the NFL boycott. Um, Ever since uh, we lost nfl and network red, and red, red zone, zone i found myself watching less football guys and uh i'm not boycotting i'm, not, bullcotting, I'm bullcotting. not staying with cap uh classic r&b love says hello rider karen regarding Miss Lim leaving as a co-writer for the follow-up to crazy rich asians uh she's an asian woman who was a co-writer on the first film and she got um basically low-balled on her offer for the next one and she ended up leaving the film I respect and understand Ms. Lim's decision to walk away. Had Ms. Lim taken her white male coworker, co-writer up on his offer to share his salary, she would have be- become the poster child for every irrational white person who believes equity for women and or non-white people is a form of oppression for them. They would have invoked her name to show how a white man lost out monetarily so that this Asian woman could feel equal um they would never look at the real issue a corporation run by millionaire multi-millionaires refusing to pay miss Lim for her talent and the cultural value she brought to the writer's room as she correctly did they will just point out the company returned to the table while admitting the new offer was not for the from the company but from a decent coworker. um well here's the thing about that though we can't be living for those people because the kind of racist people that already feel that way and are going to use it to justify it, um, they were going to find another way to justify the racism no matter what choice she made. That being said, um, I respect her decision because it's her decision. You know, I haven't been in the position she's in where she had to walk away from the table or got lowballed like that and her coworker, you know, let her know. And I, so I don't blame her for anything she decided to do, but even if she would have taken the money, and they split it that would have still been okay to me yeah he's coming because my whole thing is this and I think people don't recognize it for us to get what we deserve someone has to give something up yes they do no one likes to be the person that gives something up and that's why as much as people you know want to blame capitalism or, or culture or whatever the fuck it's just a truism of humanity people hoard shit in different societies, different economic systems, different cultures, there are people who are like, I will choose to be greedy because it's a human nature thing. And capitalism is the unchecked, run amok greediness, um, as, as, as a, as a, uh, as an attribute. Like, like we don't look at it as a negative. We look at it like, oh yeah, girl, get as much as you can. So when we see somebody go against the grain, like a coworker, it's like, I'm willing to give up some of my money so she can get paid equal to me i respect her coworker, and i would have respected her if she would have taken the offer mm-hmm. because to me that's what it takes maybe they really did have a budget of what well, we can only afford to pay two million dollars for writing okay so why is one guy getting one and a half million the other person get half you see what i'm saying like nah let's let's make it even you know so uh and especially with this idea that they're going to use against the, the reason she really couldn't take it is because if she took the offer they use that to lowball everybody after her too correct um as for papa john's have you seen the new commercial design to oh wait i'm sorry one more thing not just to lowball her everyone else that that's after her this agent also to keep lowballing her for her whole career Mm-hmm. well you took less that one time why you know even as if you get a raise we're never giving you to jump up to whiteness we're giving you to jump up oh well now we'll pay you twice as much as what we were paying you okay but that's still half as less as the white people alright lastly as for Papa John's have you seen the new commercial designed to bring back black customers with Shaq he now owns a franchise and extolling the virtues of Papa John's I have seen it Mm-mm, I haven't it's cool he walks up in Papa John's he's got a suit on talks about investing how much he believes he makes everybody do like a chair at the corporate headquarters there's a bunch of black and brown people in there Uh I think it's a really adorable commercial um, it's Shaq so you know he puts his money in everything and uh I mean it's kind of it's you could tell that that black woman that they put in charge of the pr is running shit i mean it just they keep making right move at the right move and uh it doesn't matter because you know and i'm not this is not shade This is not mm-hmm. blame but a lot of black people are very emotional about the papa john's thing and they
1: never it back. was a
0: good it was a good way to folk out and be loud about it but mm-hmm unfortunately uh in our in our like kind of internet culture at this point the the forgiveness is just not a thing people do Mm -mm. they only forgive celebrities and shit they already like you know agreed so like rihanna gave sean king an award this last week and People are still going up for her. She talked about something about blackness and black women and shit. Mm-hmm. And I saw people sharing the clip and mm-hmm. people talking about is she pregnant or not hanging over her every word and avoiding the obvious elephant in the room, which is she didn't listen to them black women that said, uh, don't, Sean King's a grifter. She doesn't listen to, you know, I think DeRay McKesson put out a piece. Um, I read it um it's about Sean King um i i I mean I hate to keep saying this I feel the same way I felt before everybody keeps kind of rehashing the same thing his shit was more organized his receipts was more in one place and all that stuff like I can't it wasn't vague it wasn't just a eyewitness account of this I mean he wouldn't found people that you know and talk to people that that helped him write that and talked to some of those same black women it's like he put it all in one place but a lot of his kind of anecdotal evidence or evidence that doesn't prove malfeasance it proves maybe ineptitude um and maybe the combination of it you can be like yo i think this dude is shady which i don't blame anybody if they think he's shady but at the end of the day it seemed at least to me it's and maybe no one's done it or maybe no one's tried or maybe just they can't get these people go on record but it seems to me the obvious thing to do here is to have people that got ripped off by him come forward and be like it was my money and i didn't get my money back because he's claimed to have some failures in giving money back he's claimed to have raised money for families and stuff um supposedly and i do believe this he takes credit for other people's work like if he retweets you for like saying you got a fundraiser for black women in the uh florida area who were affected by a hurricane right if he retweets that he'll be like i was you know i raised 25 million dollars like well no karen organized all that all you did was retweet it so supposedly that's a thing that he does if that's the case that is shady and that's fucked up you know i'm not trying to defend the dude i, I this is me saying i don't really care one way or the other but um it does seem like you know with our internet culture now let's say you know sean king puts out that piece or whatever or or whatever let's say he does say all right y'all right i fucked up i apologize he ain't getting forgiven and with all that stuff that people have said with rihanna she ain't getting blamed like like it's just that's the way it is when you like somebody they can't do nothing wrong when you fucking hate somebody they can't do nothing right so it doesn't really matter to a certain extent we have bigger words to throw at the shit but like people technically should be mad at Rihanna and her organization for honoring this dude who they claim is like you know the fucking antichrist but I haven't seen anybody really mad at her about it and they're not going to be because it's Rihanna and I like I said I'm human I get it I don't blame them but it is noteworthy that I saw somebody actually making a thread about like black men and we don't listen to black women and that's the problem with Sean King and I'm like we're not Rihanna like, so how is it getting to Rihanna though cause like you gotta leapfrog over the fact she had a whole ass honoring of this dude like it's inconvenient to the narrative so it's gotta go like but the big picture of it is this dude is gripped it or allegedly grifted, and you know like he's done a lot to a lot of different people most of them seem to be white people but it seemed like he had some issues with a lot of groups of people but yet somehow we gotta hold this l for sean king like it's just such a weird thing and so i don't know i just look at it like the same thing with papa john's where motherfuckers feel how they feel and they gonna use a lot of big words to try to disguise it but the truth is i don't like that pizza or i don't like that dude that's all you have to say i don't care that they did all the things i told them to do right i don't give a fuck so we can
1: skip the the pointless debates and just come out and tell the truth and once you get there i can go oh okay you just don't give a fuck and i'll move on yeah so and also on with the uh sean king the thing Mm -hmm. i hate to be like this nothing's going to change okay yeah that was the other people thing. are going to feel however the fuck they felt if they was team DeRay, they still gonna be team Deray if they were were, were team sean king they still gonna be team sean king it does not matter what evidence you could have put a film up of him choking a dog it would not have gave given a fuck because people have already picked sides and it don't matter
0: yeah you know that's another great point because there, i saw people that don't like Deray being like Basically, well, fuck both of them then, but then also wanting to share the peace and be like, but it's the truth. And then there was people that don't like DeRay that's like, black women already said this. And now y'all, y'all want to listen? And I'm like, well, let's be, I was like, let's wait a week. Let me tell you something. Nobody's going to listen to DeRay either. Like y'all were saying that that day, like, like, like it was making some, cause that day is the day it was happening. Nobody's going to listen to him too. Also, DeRay's not the first man that's called him out. Nobody's going to listen. It doesn't actually matter. Mm -mm. The end of the day, Sean King's gonna keep doing Sean King level shit, and everybody's gonna keep doing the level shit they doing. And also, it's not a coincidence that he was being honored by Rihanna is when this shit came out. Like, you know, everybody's human. You see this dude on this platform getting honored in a way that you know folks aren't honoring other activists and shit. And and yeah, it's gonna piss you off, and you want to be like, fuck this fraud here's my issues with this dude so you know is it, i know they want us to like only believe one side or to be against the person that they're against but they have to understand outside of this it's very confusing and also the stuff that y'all think are like um rock solid like this is the proof it's not real some of it's not real proof it's just it's like this number don't match this number hmm i'm like maybe he's bad at fucking numbers you know it's like fancon people are like Fancon these scam these schemas the scams i'm like i'm with the jokes but let's be real it's probably just bad mal is malfeasance it's, it's i mean not malfeasance it's probably a bad they can't they're not good at the job more and more so than they went into it like i'm gonna walk away rich money over money like they probably fucked up yeah and in- have no business doing that shit yeah
1: more incompetent than anything yeah um <clears throat> and also i think for me uh when it comes to this thing and i feel like this is about a lot of shit people outside social media don't give a fuck and people need to get need to completely understand that it don't matter this shit was fucking trending on social media if you talk to anybody outside of that who is it deray
0: not even just who social is media sean? it's trending on twitter literally on facebook people like sean king and nobody knows about like that's the other thing they keep blaming people for that that aren't the problem if somebody is following you on twitter and you're a person that hates sean king guess what they're not the problem they're not the people propping him up you're not talking to the people who are supporting sean king you're talking to a bunch of other motherfuckers that either don't give a fuck or hate him too so it's just very weird i think people like to go off but you know it's it's honestly why i stopped talking shit about the breakfast club is because i was like what is not changing anything Mm -hmm. and two it's making me sound like i'm a hater of some type when I really just disagree with whatever they do, but they do it. Like, they
1: right? That's pe- what they do. And, and the
0: same people that tune into us tune into them. Yes, they do. Numbers and statistics show. Yes, yeah. they do. There's people that canceled us, uh, canceled me, or some, don't like something I said. That fuck with Charlemagne on the daily. That fuck with you know other similar people on the daily i like i like why am i getting caught up in that agreed so it's just like don't go do go do your thing i think everybody would probably be better served letting that dude do whatever the fuck he does and leaving it alone because he ain't stopping right and, and you got your blood pressure up and me stressed out for fucking what you're not going to quote unquote cancel him right and the whole like threatening to sue people and shit like it's just not it's a bunch of people that are that are like fighting this dude or fighting this battle that i just don't think they're ever going to cons- to quote unquote win and i don't even know what a win looks like they don't know what a win looks you like. you know you want the uh, the government the irs to come in and get them the irs apparently he submitted taxes and the motherfuckers still are, are walking around on these streets like you know the government would have got some, got to that money if it was somewhere but like they all about the money you know i don't know what they want from the dude at this point um maybe to stop organizing but he ain't gonna do it so since you can't make him stop it's just a big ass fight that happens once every year or so on twitter and then it's it's over anyway that's what papa john's reminded me of by the way mm-hmm. it's the whole that that's what y'all remind me of papa john's fyi an arby's opened in my mother's neighborhood in the bronx three months ago i was dumbstruck by the sight of an arby's in a non-white neighborhood and stupefied that arby's thought opening a restaurant on the same block with a popeye's and a local pizza shop was a good idea needless to say when i drove past the location last week i saw that arby's was no longer in the bit, in business
1: yeah
0: no actually i'm sorry i've never seen an arby's have customers and i've also never seen one go out of business so those are both surprises to me I thought, but I've
1: never seen one beside a Popeye's
0: either when you're laundering drugs Karen you don't really need a crowd you just, <laughs> what that, that's true you just that's need true. brick and mortar to say this is where the money went anyway um, the drugs sell themselves the poll was will Nicki Minaj stay uh, stay retired no uh, yes it's a wrap for sis girl you know she ain't retiring at all and we she will stay retired for a little bit but then return Karen says, "No, not at all.
1: Oh, she'll stay retired for a little bit and then return, like like okay. like like people do when they take them Twitter breaks. They go start shit and people drag them and then like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna take a break. They be going the whole thirty minutes to be like, I'm back. That's what she gonna do.
0: Drag me, sis. Um, fifty three percent agree with you. I mean, no, forty six percent agree with you. She will stay retired for a little while but return. Fifty three percent say, girl, you know she ain't retiring at all, so she ain't even going nowhere." and two percent say yes it's a rap for sis two percent think she really retired Mm-mm. t says in virginia i usually do not see people with open carry but when i do i get that drop in my heart i'm not used to seeing guns uh phil G, that don't have nothing to do with the poll but thanks for coming phil g says people been disrespecting her for the past two to three years i have stepped away from the game for a while, a while back uh I'd have, I'd have stepped away from the game a while back folks really out here saying she can't rap and mad because she isn't the only woman in the game isn't collating much i don't remember more uh than maybe three women rappers from 08 to 17. man she dominated the game i mean at the time that she was like owned before like the last two years mm-hmm. i mean it was i mean the bt awards rap it was nothing but her every time they did the female rapper of the year it was her like i don't know man i not i'm just glad i never got into the love or the hate yeah people try to have this revisionist
1: history because they don't like her
0: but come on yeah she i mean she handled she handled shit man like and i mean i was there was a time when i really didn't like what she was doing when she was trying to do pop music that's Uh, when i wasn't fucking with her
1: i was like okay that's what you want to do look like a barbie cool
0: but i never thought she couldn't rap agreed like that was kind of but and then also twitter i mean it's just twitter it's jokes like that's what that's where i saw the most of the like take one of her bars and make fun of it shit happened it, yeah, it was it was funny jokes. to me yeah. it was funny. i'm here for the jokes y'all you know because because she, she does that thing where she loves to do the uh instead of saying like she does a thing where you just say the name like the punchline. so it'll be like um that's why y'all are walking dead zombies you know she does stuff like that a lot and so people would uh be joking her lyrics but if you take almost any rapper out of context and write their bars down as like this is corny it's gonna sound corny i mean it's just it doesn't matter how dope the bars are you know you can make it sound stupid but her shit just lends itself to that because of that you know that 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 style of like paul's punchline you know so anyway that that's sad um all right um spoken word denial was the next episode we had six comments and of course the poll um let's see we got anonymous who says right your spoken word freestyle was cold as fuck thank you anonymous uh, uh,
1: uh, see this uh, is why uh. you can't
0: be using my pictures on dating apps because you to know right these streets people gonna hear the freestyle that is bams attached to your face <laughs> brooklyn chubay ah! <laughs> brooklyn chubay says man that old man's sleep pose is the joint sometimes i come home from work with the express purpose of sleeping like an old man laugh my ass off my daughter sleep like victims one and two like someone came in and bopped them on the head just sprawled out like a starfish that's me Um, uh, anonymous says malik what in the poopity scoop he did he definitely did that shit sim Simmer says malik Yoba did it and he doesn't seem remorseful that was insane lean into your creativity he sounds like the terrible version uh spoken word version of Marvin thede's Chris character uh shout out to a black lady sketch show europe yep. <laughs> you know uh <laughs> Uh, and Rod's freestyle almost got me in trouble. The one day in months I'm in the office, I had to hide under my desk, laugh my ass off. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Me too. A lot of people gave us feedback on that on the, uh, Twitters. Mm -hmm. Amon says, no, I wasn't ready. I thought maybe he'd written a lame poem or something, but a whole whack ass, (laughs) a whole whack ass rap and the sexy, I'm the deep dude voice at the end. Oh lord, no. Guilty! hey y'all <laughs> thank you for talking about and showing love to a black lady sketch show i love it too every episode of the sketches just get more funny and they're smart because some were hilarious but also really touched my heart like the on oh my own sketch i sent it to my sister and that's what got her to start watching she loves patty and she's going through a divorce i definitely had to find the right group of people to discuss the show with because i did not understand the initial hate or some black women complaining they couldn't relate like our experience is so many things it's not just one experience Mm -mm. also the reason i hate that as a complaint uh especially in blackness is because these same niggas watch you know the wire or breaking bad or sopranos or star wars or some other shit you don't like we don't put that requirement on anything except when we see black people oh i have to have had this experience in my life or else i just can't even fucking watch what you did well that's the point we don't have the same experience or else i wouldn't be watching what you do i don't watch to hear what my life is like i watch or to see what my life is like i watch to see how you navigate the world you know i'm not from la i watched insecure but i didn't grow up that way Mm -mm. you know like it was cool to see okay this is how some black people kick it over there that's Mm -hmm. what you know that's what that's what the environment is like you know in atlanta you see like the south and you see like different things that you know for me i love like i love to recognize myself and some of my experiences in it right like mm-hmm. oh wow people feel like this dude needs a uh, translator or um closed caption and i can understand mm-hmm. every word coming out of his mouth yes sir right you know so there's things like that but let's say you know when they do that on um on um what's my show snowfall and they have some dude that's like super West Coast and he's talking in older West Coast slang I don't know what that shit means and I still go, okay, I can fuck with this. You know, when I saw Minister Society, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and Boys in the Hood for the first time. Yeah, that was I,
1: all West Coast, but I enjoyed it just like everybody else.
0: Yeah, I didn't know. I was like, what, 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 how did these niggas talk like this? What does this mean? hmm. You know, like you old Mark ass buster, you know, that shit and you're like, what, what? well I mean I I know it's an insult right Right. but I didn't go well that's not my experience guys okay I also grew up in the hood and we did not have gangs so I'm gonna have to say uh four thumbs down you know but people really couldn't wait the shit on these black women And and it was really telling some of the critiques of it's for white people and shit like that when really it was the exact opposite of for white people and especially insulting considering that it was for black people like literally this is what we're like as far as these are just sketch ideas without whiteness around you know and i think maybe that's just a result of people that just don't really like sketch that much you know so they just were like thrown off by it but if you ask them well what's your favorite sketch from a from coral show what's your favorite sketch from key and pill what's your favorite sketch from um you know um the keep um what was it um Inside Amy Schumer, what's your favorite sketch from, don't watch that stuff. uh, oh, Kids in the Hall? What's your, fa- you know, what's your favorite sketch from That's the Show with Bobby, Bob, Mr. Show with Bobby, that, Bob and David? Like, you know, I have been watching this kind of shit yeah. my whole life, so to me I'm like, oh cool, black people doing sketch. And to them it's, black people need to just be acting funny and being black and doing pro and typical black shit, black at it, black, black. It's like, well, like, everything they're doing is black because it's only black people doing it anyway and even if you can't relate it's still funny so it was exciting to hear y'all give it love and i can't wait for next season and the cameos man every black actor who endeared to the community about about, about to show up robin is a beast that 227 sketch yes yeah, her A was amazing oh, it was on point wasn't it it was amazing uh okay i'm gonna leave it there love y'all iman yeah man i, I feel sorry that people just kind of some people because it's not a lot of people Mm-mm. and obviously they got renewed but, you know, and I, and I, and I mean, I, for the record, I understand those people coming in and being like, I don't really like sketch, I like blackness, uh oh, I thought I was gonna, I didn't, I'm not into this. But then and to turn around, yeah, to turn around and try to shit on those black women like it's their fault is fucked up to me. Um, Trey says, I absolutely love the Black Lady Sketch show. It's hilarious and it's been so great seeing black women get to perform comedy from their own perspective and i just don't understand black folks hating on it just wanting to say it's corny or they are making black comedy for white people what in the hell does that mean right black comedy for white people with no white people involved how get the fuck out of here um the other thing too is like um a lot of us have our own self-conscious shit we don't know how to watch something that's not about white people or being judged by white people a lot of it is a lot of it is us we don't know how to walk into a room and be free and be like we can be a, we can make a silly joke we can make a joke about our soul food experience at a soul food restaurant because we're not worried about oh white people are gonna think this means black places are fucked up nah we every black person i know has gone to a soul food restaurant that took forever to get you the food and you was frustrated as fuck and then when you got it you're like "Mm, shit is delicious though Mm -hmm. and then you realize and that's how the fuck they stay in business because the service is bad and like everything bad they mad they cussing each other out in the back they out of something every time you go like we've all done it we make jokes within our community about it if you want to do it on a tv show and it's only black people involved in writing it uh producing it acting in it yeah i'm not going to give a fuck that's not there's no way that can be anti-black to me this is literally the exact opposite of that that's like saying i can't go to my fucking thanksgiving and be like oh man i went down to lawan's y'all been down there yo the service is so shitty and this and that but the greens though like i can't do that with my friends now i hate niggas if i do that like y'all can't you literally can't perceive of you're just watching this for you no no white people involved anyway i remember ray signing who writes for the show had the best clap back to critics of the show i miss real black comedy for the i miss real black comedy from the 90s when lol your favorite episode was written by a white harvard dude (laughs) right just enjoy something people for once in your life shit and it's okay if you don't like this but why waste time and energy shitting on it online just to say it's not for you and keep just say it's not for you and keep moving yeah it's weird man I, it's it's also that weird line where you know i always rem- have to remember you know uh surveillance is not support or support mm, no it's not you know so just because people are around and they're viewing us they're on our twitters and our facebook's and stuff them people don't necessarily know or support us some of them uh-uh. just nosy as fucking want to be you know they see us as entertainment and here's the entertainment i can be friends with on facebook but they don't That's actually it. they're not your friend mm-hmm, and so like changing the channel right so you know when i'm privy to conversations they're having about my life or my friends or my friends work and stuff you know i have to take that into account like okay these are people i allow to be my friends and now i have to see the shit that they're saying about me or my real friends or my work or whatever and in many cases i don't want to see it so Uh -uh. if i slide you know if you catch yourself getting you know unfriended or or unfollowed or whatever a lot of times it's just that like i'm not going to argue with you or tell you you need Mm. to have a different opinion like i I just don't want to see it okay you think my life is you know fodder for your entertainment i get that that is the relationship that we have i don't have to choose to see it though no i don't you know i don't have to allow you in so yeah i was like some of the people you see talking and you're like okay well a lot of these women that write for this are within the community of people you fuck with right so you just called them a bunch of racist shit and then they don't get to say anything back to you or else they tripping right uh let's see uh overall i'm just thankful for black lady sketch show south side sherman showcase because i of course was upset about insecure in atlanta being delayed another year all three of those new shows have definitely filled the void yes i mm-hmm. love all three of those um
1: Man, yes. Sherman Showcase was fucking excellent. I think we just seen the season finale. Yeah. They wrapped that
0: shit up so perfectly. It was like one running gag. You was like, holy shit, that is brilliant. Southside and Sherman Showcase, uh, are also amazing shows, man. hmm I haven't is,
1: seen, I've seen one episode of Southside.
0: Yeah. It also says a lot that you don't really see people even talk about those shows. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they really took time out. And then, of course, you know, let's be fair. That's what a lot of people's recreation is. Shitting on stuff
1: yes it is that's what they consider a good time correct?
0: so you know i just just because i don't relate to it don't mean i don't recognize that that's their thing so it's they watch it then they shit on it they watch it then they shit on it it's kind of what they do Mhm. uh there's also a short i saw on hbo called hair wolf. wait yeah i think it was hair wolf. no damn it was something about hair yeah hair wolf it was about um it's like a short on hbo it came on like right around the same time as black lady sketch show you might be able to still catch it but it was about a basically a black woman a black salon and white people doing like cultural appropriation and yeah, all this she was stuff fucking hilarious that was funny as well so if you guys might want to check that one out it was a bit preachy but still funny as fuck um let's see uh all of these new shows have definitely filled that void just again shows the brilliance of black comedy and black art we can come at things from all kinds of angles and no matter what that shit's gonna be dope Yeah, and also like you know, go find the thing you fuck with,
1: right? Because it's a lot of shit that people fuck with. And my thing is, that's the beautiful thing about blackness. And I think people get, and I understand this, and a lot of it stems from white supremacy, because black people are never taught that their blackness is ever good enough, or something always wrong with their blackness out of white supremacy all of a sudden they think that their own black experience is the only black experience and no other black experience is battled outside of their black experience. When actually black is very diverse. Like people keep saying, we're not a monolith. We're not a monolith. But the way some niggas talk, we are monolith in your mind because anything outside of what you consider normal, what you consider uh the things that you like is it's just terrible and it's horrible and 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 it's just the worst shit ever but there are niggas that like that it don't make them no more no less black than you like like that's the beautiful part of blackness and on top of that what's so beautiful about blackness we have so much shit now Do you know it was a time where everybody had to watch the same shit because nothing else black came out it is so much goddamn shit out right now and that's what i love about it you don't like sketch show it's something else out there for you. you don't like drama, it's something else out there for you like like it is it is always something else uh for you to watch and that's and that to me that's where where you get to this equality part of it you know, and you know and sometimes I'm like i when people and I know that there's nothing wrong with critiques and critiques are valid please don't get me wrong but sometimes some people complain so much i'm like baby i wish you would just find something that you love baby because you
0: love complaining that's what they have found and that's what they love
1: oh agreed agreed yeah 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 yeah. because in the reality of it if you had to give a complaining, what else would you do
0: yeah and also like i'm sick of and i'm trying to be more considering and open-minded about this but i'm sick of having to hate other black people just because they're not a hundred percent on the same shit i'm on now i'm not saying i gotta fucking like love diamond and silk or some shit that's mm-hmm. not my like because somebody will always misconstrue it, like and pull up the most extreme case no i'm not saying some extreme shit like every black person is good or whatever but i'm just sick of the reflexive reactionary vitriol that's just sitting out there waiting for anyone to just have a, a fucking inch of a step away from the shit that everybody else is on i'm just sick of it it's fucking they have exhausted me you know i i listened to this podcast this week um where marcellus wiley got interviewed on the red pill podcast with van latham um or lathan i think um the guy who worked the black dude that works at TMZ, mm-hmm. um, and it's like a two-hour podcast and it's him and they're having a conversation where they're arguing over Kaepernick boycott thing and Jay-Z you know and I loved it I I, I really really loved listening to it I forgot to bring it up for Balls Deep with Justin yesterday that's my bad but we both listened to it and I came away from that going I respect where Marcellus Wally is coming from more than I did in that clip before jason whitlock pat him on the back and said that's the smartest thing but in the context of when you take two hours to expand upon your idea of why i've said i can see that you have some marriage i don't agree with all of it i don't have to you know you know uh some of the stuff you know and then of course uh they're friends so van i think left him let him get a like not get away but he didn't ask him about certain shit like the whole biracial thing and the white family thing which is to me things that I would want to see him question about because it felt like he wanted to have it both ways of I'm going to question this man's upbringing but then say anyone can speak for the race that doesn't discount you but then why is it relevant you know so I would have liked to see him ask that but other than that man I really enjoyed that conversation between two diametrically opposed people who both made good points and both made points that I thought were weak that and I didn't feel like and now I got to call one of y'all to come you know because i think that shit is happening so often that any anything is that and that's kind of what it feels like with a black lady sketch show to question those women's blackness was so was way out of the pocket
1: yeah and also i think and i will continue to say this (laughs) a lot of people's response and reactions a lot of people never admit this i really do think it stems from white supremacy because why are you trying to kick people out of blackness like like you know what i'm saying like it don't make them no more or no less black if you black or uh, uh, quote unquote consider yourself black and you do some shit it's some black shit
0: we talk about economics of scarcity all the time and how black people get on and say like a white Situation and then they try to make sure no other black people can get in sometimes. Sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes you see that. Where like, there can only be one black voice, so I'ma do whatever I can to make sure the next person on the way up does not get my help, right? We see those people and we all think that's fucked up, right? Right. But there's this other thing people treat, which is like a scarcity of blackness as a resource, which is like, if you're, like, you have to get out of blackness. We're keeping all the blackness over here to ourselves. It's like, that's not how that works. You know? So, anyway. uh, do you believe Malik Yoba was a poll? Yes, I believe he's innocent. No, he sounded like he was lying. No. You and 96% of the audience think he sounds like he was lying, and 4% of y'all think he's innocent. Joanna says, that nigga did it monique says he stepped on the entire message he originally was advocating for in self-aggrandizement he's revealing a lot of hubris here which makes it impossible to root for him even as an investigations are ongoing and nothing has yet been proven or charged yuck take the allegations seriously and get the hell out of the way let the event take place without you and shadow and the shadows you cast yeah it's so weird man because i he was on a breakfast club this week i didn't watch it but i heard about it uh actually i listened to a podcast about it marshall's plate podcast Uh, the latest episode so if you listen to this on sunday on saturday september 14th the episode of this the one they put out right before that um and they uh and marshall's play is a black trans talk podcast right okay so they had a conversation about that breakfast club interview and it's 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 the same thing i always say about the breakfast club it's The lowest common denominator and a lot of times it's it's just kind of like they're blowing smoke up your ass because you're in the studio and then the day after they're like and now to get back to making fun of trans people you know so uh they had this conversation that was very trans 101 again you know the what let's talk about your genitals uh why should i care about your life you know that type of shit and malik yoba was one of the people on there and it you know it's a conflicting thing because His voice is important right now when you want to talk about cis head men who are trying to not be toxic towards trans uh women and openly love trans women and be out and proud and out loud with that shit that is a very there's a huge vacuum within the culture and it needs to be filled by people that are willing to be like yo no i this can't be a secret because this, the us keeping it a secret is making it shameful. And then people are using that in order to like, one of the reasons you can get away with murdering a trans woman is because it's all hush, hush, shame, shame type of stuff. Right. And you can always use trans panic as a defense because it's, it's shameful. It's sinful. It's, you know, and so he's trying to like, you know, detoxify that whole environment. Here's the problem though. In having him there, and and i think this conversation took place before the accusations, but in having him there and not being able to like and seeing that he's not addressing that that he's still uh the allegations to see that he's still planning on showing up in some places and um discussing this as a leader in the community well now we are erasing the person that accused him if he doesn't get asked about that or he doesn't have to speak on that then we are racing him, you know. And I don't want a spoken word. That doesn't sound like that doesn't sound serious to me. Serious to me is going on record and saying I did or did not do this. You know, I'm not even saying for a hundred percent that people can't forgive him if he did it. I I don't know the rules on that, and that's not my place to decide whether he gets forgiven.
1: Mm-mm. But
0: I do understand that if you don't take sound like you don't take it serious, I can't take what you say serious, and that's what bothered me about it you know it's like if someone accused me of uh uh i don't know sexual assault or or beating somebody up and then i got on the air and started freestyling y'all would be like D- is he serious or not did like did today if i was making jokes about it like uh yeah i'm out here raping people like y'all would be like this he, i didn't hear it no you know what i mean that's how i felt when i saw it. all right <clears throat> episode 1956 the tippers uh we had four comments the shoe babe yo those four teachers with the new story had me hot uh, so many uh, stories uh, like this come out and white people claim ignorance every single time yes they do maybe they are clueless on purpose because they don't need to know shaking my damn head uh classic r&b lover says hi Ronnie karen the story about the swimmer whose victory was stripped from her because of the fit of her suit should have been placed in the fucking with black people segment because guess the race the mixed race yeah, I, so when I saw her picture and her curly hair and I think her mom, I almost said during that white people news, like she looked kind of black, but I didn't want to say that. And they didn't show the picture of, you know, her in the bathing suit or whatever, Mm-mm. but you know, it was kind of obvious that she must have a big butt. And then, you know, because if you have a big butt and you are a 17 year old black girl, now you just a hoe. Right, you don't get to be anything else. You don't... now she's a stripper, y'all. Okay, she is Megan the Sky, the Stallion, and the way the community kind of came down on her for her body, on some like she needs to not be able to compete. And let's keep her front, her dominance in the athletic. For the past few years, they've been after her forever. It all gave me that my spidey sense was going off, but I said, "Nah, I'm not gonna." i'm gonna just keep it in the white people news segment because it's alaska and i don't know i don't want to just assume somebody's black but let's just say i was not surprised when we got the update also her mom and and her people didn't say it was a race thing which i nigga i would have said i i would have had to add that in so a little black girl can't you know i would have did it but i think her mom might have been the white one so maybe I can't remember which other was the white one but I think you know depends on which pair was talking because they probably didn't cross their mind uh, evidently this is not the first time the swimmer and her younger sister the only two members of the respective team without two Caucasian biological parents have been targeted I have attached a more detailed link to the story luckily the decision has been reversed I saw that yeah man poor her but good luck to all the little black girls swimming and stuff
1: come on
0: you know like
1: all the, the complex ass relationship that black people got with swimming come on
0: right all the shit we've been dealing with you can't get in our pool niggers and now Putting chlorine
1: in the fucking pool and now, acid
0: in the pool and shit now we too fast and now our the butts are too big that's the problem like you can see butt cheek touching butt cheek oh my yeah well just pull it out of the butt cheek it'll be okay or get new uniforms like do like it's a bunch of fucking things you can do and the fact that someone somewhere took pictures of a 17 year old girl's butt and to be like look at her butt oh my god becky look at her butt like, the fact that you did that is more disgusting to me than anything else that happened in this story right because she's a child yeah it's a fucking kid don't go to a kids' sporting event taking pictures of somebody's ass because it's inappropriate well if it's inappropriate why the fuck are you spreading the picture around <sighs> i need the proof to jack off to you pedophile. Amani says listening to this think press progress story, I couldn't help but laughing, uh, because I kept thinking of how could uh how they could use Jay Z. <laughs> Everyone hates the capitalists until it's time to pay the bills. Yeah, it's such a weird thing to watch like man, I don't know. I'm not trying to shade nobody, but it is weird to watch people that bemoan capitalism and money in excess every fucking week also be like you know hit up the cash app on friday and i'm trying you know i'm trying to speak into existence like how much money i'm gonna be making and like we just in a fucked up situation we all need money Money to live because of
1: the way society is designed and
0: we don't get to choose what system we live under so Mm -hmm. we're all fucked we're all getting fucked the same way and it's just this dichotomy we live at is just complex it's just not as simple as you know to me it's not as simple as everybody that got money is evil everybody that don't is good you know like there's some people that got money that i think have good moral compasses and try to help people and there's some that you know i'm sure are fucked up and just want to use everybody and 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 all that and then most and for the most part there's probably a good combination of both and just the same way that i I know a lot of broke motherfuckers it ain't shit and like it ain't it ain't exactly like, like i've i've been broke we've been i've lived amongst the broke you know, know. like not everybody is on the up and up like some motherfuckers mm-hmm. is like i don't got time for all this highfalutin big word ass uh psycho analysis like i'm gonna punch you in the face and take your money that's what i'm talking about or you know i'm broke and i rape people i'm broken out like mm-hmm. night and like, i scam people yeah like it's just it is what it is man uh but anyway yeah when you think about think progress and stuff you have billionaires that fund fox news and some of these white media spaces and it just doesn't seem to have it for liberal people you Mm -hmm. know the only liberal people that are able to make it work anyway are seem to be uh the white ones anyway but yeah so I'm never going to defend capitalism, but the fact remains, we're still living under it, and if only the billionaires' funding agendas are all the ones against us and our, and our interests, while causes of social justice fall short, is not a good look. Yeah, I mean, and it's also that thing where they human too, so who the fuck wanna, um, I don't wanna sponsor, you know, like, let's say there was somebody out there that could, like, take, say I'm gonna invest a five, I'm gonna invest a hundred million dollars into podcasting for podcasters of color and stuff like this and i'm gonna grow these people into bigger networks bigger names and stars and i'm gonna do that that's what i want to do i want to see this happen for black people brown people women uh trans people you know all the uh latinx people all all these muslim people all these all these people that don't get enough right there's plenty of podcasters out here that could use the financials help right if let's say there was the money that had the money, they go like I'm I'm going to invest this kind of money. I'm going to start a podcast network. I'm going to pay people what they're worth. I'm going to let them unionize. I'm going to give them sick leave. I'm going to like I'm going to do all this stuff for them. I'm going to pay for advertising and promotion. I'm like, this is my goal. Me, one person. I'm going to do this. Well, the messages that are going to be a lot of people are going to be spreading on there are going to be like Fuck rich people and or right like fuck the person who gave me this money and did all this shit for us to be able to have this platform fuck them they're all evil they're all bad like tax the fuck out of them and also they are no one should have that much money and they ain't shit it's almost like where are you gonna find that type of angel investor who also is with that message you know what i'm saying you're not gonna find both it's much easier to find it if you that's why people can literally make the switch like candace owens make the switch to um being a conservative and get rich because hey oh we rich and we always looking for somebody that got our back you know so it's just tough miss 1kl says uh that white people news selection was hot to fire thank you mm-hmm. thought y'all would enjoy it me too and the poll was is the nra a terrorist organization yes or no yes 87 percent of people agree with you uh, listen to our podcast 13% say no I'm not really going to say I blame either way Alicia says wait a minute what you want to do for love was by a white man I can't be the only one who didn't know this until Rod blessed us with white people news Rod can we make this a new tradition we'll see about it Alicia and yeah I guess a lot of people don't know that uh a lot of them white you know white... it happens once a year on Twitter and Facebook where mm-hmm. it gets shared and people go I didn't know yeah michael mcdonald um i forget the other dude that uh always My
1: them love some goddamn michael mcdonald now
0: yeah it's a it's another one too i can't remember his name but every year it's a thing they're like oh did you know this dude was white where were you when you found out he was white so uh monique says i've been asking for a while why it would be a simple quote unquote god for people to own a gun which god is this exactly zeus or Ares, the god of war did you see the video of the white man who they got escorted out of walmart for violating their new open carry policy he had a shopping cart with about three to five assault rifles and half drunk his soft drink the cops were initially doing a lot of polite hand-holding until one of the white officers approached him with a clipboard and a no-nonsense attitude he literally had to ask the man do you even know what it is that you that you've done given what's happened in a walmart the man was was made a, had made a sign to document that banned him from every walmart in the country and oh by the way every sales club someone with the man filmed the incident and i'm thankful to see the video it shows that walmart is playing around and that the authorities will enact the policy with the seriousness it deserves yes
1: yeah. walmart are like bitch we ain't trying to go out of business we ain't the largest retailer across the country for nothing bitch no
0: well the other thing too is if he would have walked up in there with a gun and started shooting people right Is nothing that policy could have done to stop it. Nothing. So, uh, you know, it's like, we're we're all, our society is already fucked when it comes to this gun shit. At any point, any of us could be out for a It's like a suggestion. Yeah, I mean, or just when we're talking about killing people, it's not even mm-hmm. a suggestion because those people don't care about your sign.
1: No, they don't. They went right past that bitch. They
0: might shoot it. Right. Doug B says, it's funny people still finding out Bobby is white. The cookout have, should have have should a Tina Marie section for white R&B singers. Yeah, people a lot of people s- didn't know she was white. People swear it got some black in them. Yeah, there's a few of them, man, out there. Um, let's see. Lastly, Spices Eleven was episode 1957 um the final episode of the week i think we did it on uh wednesday um let's see we got four comments raven says shout out to rob for the new white people news music the backstreet boys cover had me body rolling at my desk at work yeah a lot of people like that version but guess who didn't somebody that just doesn't like too much seasoning on their food if you know what i'm saying uh,
1: uh, a little
0: man that that loves black the dark knight way more than black panther <laughs> and know that i'm on to something i'm on the right track
1: you on the right track
0: yeah because i mean anything L don't like gotta be dope i mean <laughs> you don't like you don't like kendrick lamar you know what i'm saying like come on this is he, <laughs> lo- he loved the first man the 30 millionth movie about us going to space with no black people in it like okay i get it uh, uh, i get uh, it uh, uh, the people have spoken this is now the new wave i just was waiting for the seal of disapproval from Jericho <laughs> van the stunt with the sad face yeah you know all the stuff he do like is out of going out of business okay i'm just saying it's coincidence you know Uh, and as long as he just kinda just kinda barely tolerates our podcast, we'll be all right. Right. If he ever gets a shirt or something, I'm in trouble. We are we are, yeah, he gonna take us down. Start fouling chapter eleven right away. Uh, Nate says, Hey, I promised I wouldn't email y'all again about vaping, so I'm commenting here instead, L O L. Just a very quick note about these vaping related deaths. They've been traced to T I don't even think we detailed the deaths. Mm -mm. I think we just talked very quickly that Trump policy is he wants to ban uh, flavored vape, flavored tobacco because of vaping or something because six people died and um, yeah, he wants to ban it and we was just like, of all the shit, he don't want to ban guns, he don't want to stop anyone at the border uh, from abusing the people that are trying to enter the country, he don't want to help Bahamians, so that's the only irony we were pointing out and Nate, I'm not saying you're a bad person but i am not reading this shit because i don't give a fuck about this vaping shit and we're not about to get embroiled in the midst of the vaping debate and i feel like <laughs> you are definitely a vaping lobbyist of some type i don't know if you work for big vape i don't know
1: <laughs> but
0: vapor. this is not what the blackout tips <laughs> does and i could not give less of a fuck about the entire vaping industry i don't i have never smoked so uh i had asthma growing up i've never touched a cigarette so i don't i literally couldn't care any fucking less i've
1: never touched a cigarette
0: and this the only and i'm just heading you off at the past because i'm telling you the way my brain is set up if you start fucking with the show about the vaping i'm gonna just be trolling your ass every week and then i'm gonna get on some books some some old contrarian ass oh vaping don't hurt people well what about this i don't want to be that guy to you all right i want us to have a good Healthy relationship. Yes, let's keep it positive. Yes, let's keep this healthy and functional, unlike the lungs of people who vape, okay? See, I'm doing it already. You made it worse, Nate. I don't even care about this. This wasn't a thing until just now. Classic R and B lover says, Dear Ronnie karen I love, love, love the new music format for white people news. I'm going to YouTube to look for some that fire ass version of I Want It That Way right now. Keep them funkified covers coming. I will. I will. And what i've been doing is i've been putting the covers on the blackout to its facebook page
1: oh
0: so if you guys want if we do a cover i try to like go and put it out there and you guys can see what the the video is that we uh That's nice of you got it from yep and people was leaving comments and laughing and stuff so they were having a good time on the page trace windu says rod karen please keep this new song format for white people news segment it just works so perfectly and then ha 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 ha, ha. thank you glad you enjoyed it trey we taking it back last poll did the man get kicked off the flight because he's black yes it was a race thing no it was an allergy thing karen allergy 58 percent of y'all including me agree with karen it was an allergy thing while 42 percent of y'all think it was a race thing and that's why antonio brown calling that dude a cracker was the smartest fucking thing he could have ever done because black people eat race shit up you ain't gotta be right. You just gotta be like, I think it was racist. We'll be like, mm, I ain't been racist <laughs> just
1: cause fucking
0: everything else is, so we'd be like, okay, it might it might be. Yeah, I and mean, nobody else got kicked off the plane. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, you know. The dog was racist. It was a white racist dog. We've heard of those. Come on. Um, so yeah, uh <laughs> no e no voicemails this week. Um, like I said, no nobody uh dropped us a dime. Nobody left us a uh Mm-mm. Uh, nobody left us a five star review. I know. What's the phone number again? Nah, they don't deserve it, Karen. Oh shit! I don't. What, now they what? Going to call in during the middle of the show? I don't want them to do that. It's the time for voicemails was during the week, and now the time is over. My office hours are from <laughs> nine to five. <coughs> Say it with me, Karen.
1: Office hours is from nine to five.
0: Good. Pull up, y'all. Pull up. Don't take off the balcony. Um. <laughs> We did get some emails. The black guy who tips at gmail dot com. The black guy who tips at gmail dot com. You just email us, let us know what you think about stuff. Uh people shoot us stuff all the time. It's also the customer service email so <clears throat> email. So if uh you have a premium account and you have an issue The best or, way to hit us up because when y'all DM us and all that stuff it's liable to get lost. Right. So, you know, you guys might want to do that rather than Cause uh because you're paying
1: for a service so you want to be sure you get the, the the quickest route
0: possible yeah you don't dm um time Warner cable right so uh lols oh i guess lols miss martykin says uh you two have been cracking me have been cracking me up on the regular i'm here for the ad libs that you had for the entire episodes last week um let me move this uh okay I don't know what got into you but the extra oh yeah a la see <laughs> was everything i didn't know i needed i believe it was what is canceled anyway oh yeah i was messing around with the songs uh, it was
1: unexpected
0: also i just listened to again to tulip piggy banks the first time i was a i was not able to listen to the first half as i think i joined the chat late yo the alternative names you gave to insert flower insert fiscal institution were hilarious i had no idea where the episode name came from i was hot for a minute after people started disparaging lizzo fake health concerns for bigger bodies is rampant in these online streets love y'all man Don't give to fuck about our health yeah they always try to do that man people hate fat people man right they won't admit that yes they do and it's a very acceptable form of hate i mean it's very performative when you see people like a lot of times try to go up for fat people or be like you're brave or you're you know it's just there's just no good way around it just
1: living what the fuck is that
0: yeah you know and i mean it's. i think if someone wants to get lose weight for them or whatever that's cool but a lot of times it's very much mixed in our heads with some you know a lot of bullshit a lot of negativity
1: mhm and people also don't talk about the extent and the abuse and the um sicknesses uh that people go through with uh anorexia and all that stuff, like people pick up these bad habits and shit trying to live this life and have this frame that might not actually be them
0: well, if you just look a certain way you can have health issues but people don't bother you about it Yeah, skinny
1: people have high blood pressure high cholesterol drop a heart attack like everybody else
0: yeah do you know all kinds of stuff uh miss t baltimore says hi karen and rod i'm here at work and i just had to stop for a moment to tell you how much i appreciate the content you guys put out i'm currently listening to episode 1954 rod joins the nfl boycott and i'm dying over these chicken jokes oh my god no one is here in the office today so i'm free to laugh out loud yeah that woman really uh it's like those chickens really came home to roost Uh, 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 uh. she must thought she was cocky to walk (laughs) maybe because she was approaching chickens she thought I don't know she got a little too cocky Let me stop pecking this one to death and move in back to the email um uh anyway i wanted to call and leave a voicemail but i'm way too shy for that i'm pretty up there on the introvert scale on that note i really appreciate the article you read about black women introverts it feels like work the workplace is designed for extroverts I've always struggled with the networking part of my job, especially when you throw in the way some people, usually white people, come at you with their assumptions about your blackness. Quick example, there's a coworker who, every time I talk to her, finds a way to bring up how racist her family is. Like we're in a goddamn confessional or something. On the inside I'm like, This is awkward as fuck, and I've got no black mirror magic that can save you from your white guilt. But on the outside I just say, Oh, that's too bad. Like, what the hell else am I supposed to say? Right all right You're supposed to i don't know let me come down to your house and show them crackers what's what bring some car- bring some syrup for everybody <laughs> like what you want Mm-mm. me to do girl you deal with that what would neil to do I'm like fuck out of here anyway keep up the great work you guys your show is wonderful my husband and i are both premium for over a year now and we'll keep it going as long as the money allows one day i'll work up the courage to call in miss t baltimore
1: Aww. oh thank you we hope you get the courage one day
0: yeah and uh thank you for supporting us with the premium subscriptions mm-hmm. two people in one house you don't see that often thank you <laughs> I mean, I'd understand if y'all wanted to split it. Don't, don't go broke on our behalf. Mm-mm. Uh, you guys are the best, says, uh, Celest- Celest- Celestine. Oh, Celestine. Okay, I like Celestial. Um I appreciate y'all so much making day-to-day activities enjoyable with your show. I love every part of it. The puns y'all make after stories kills me. You should tell us the name of the track you play after them punchlines. Ha ha, have a good day, month, rest of the year, Celestine. Uh, we it's just the theme from CSI Miami. You can mm-hmm. find it on Spotify. Um, it's it's just a running joke if you've ever yes, seen. I love
1: that show. I haven't watched in years. love that show.
0: If you've ever seen CSI Miami, if not, go to YouTube and click CSI My, Miami. And he like always, put his shades on. Horatio one liners or something. <laughs> Ironically, I became a fan of that show when I first got laid off, and um, I'll be in the house. Yeah, we watch it all the time i'd be in the house at times that i normally wasn't uh when i was working and it used to come on a and e for like three to four hours every day right like from 10 a.m to like 2 p.m and i just put the tv on that shit and just watch just episodes and like eat cereal or something making bad puns and putting on them shades and i was like this is the craziest goddamn show i ever seen in my life it man. is i know there's probably there's episodes of the podcast where we talked about it but i ended up loving that horrible show rebecca says hey Rod and karen i love the new opening for white people news i love that you flipped it and taking it back thank you for introducing me to amir because i'm loving their music i love hearing both of your thoughts and perspectives on things and i look forward to every podcast keep up the awesome work sincerely rebecca thank you rebecca thank you we appreciate your emails Mm uh miss stacy says hi Rod and karen i often smile and laugh when i listen to your podcast however this time when you mentioned the harry potter audiobooks i had a grin that split my face i have been a harry potter audiobook fan after listening to the prisoner of azkaban in 1999 i Ooh. was a grown-ass woman the harry potter books were just the type of stories i have read since high sc- uh since childhood like c.s lewis's lying the witch in the wardrobe Now i did read that
1: okay i never read that
0: yes it's it's, it's 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 all right i think the book is better than the movies uh since that time i have listened in fact that's probably one of the first like books where i was like i'm not seeing movies based off of books no more. Mm. the fuck is the point or oh, actually i went the opposite way i'm not reading books if i think a movie's coming up i'm sick of going to movies and being like this shit ain't like the book <laughs> i ain't mad since that time i have listened to them numerous times in both the u.s and british versions uh furthermore I have been a fan of audiobooks since childhood is my prefer, preferred method of reading so says so I can multitask so welcome to the club and happy listening regards miss j Thank you it has been uh, a fun ride. I have had a ball
1: and it reminds me of uh, audio I'm not uh, like audio plays quote unquote type of thing so I've really been enjoying that and it's almost it reminds me because it's like in podcast form even though it's not a podcast that's that, that's how I relate it's like oh I'm listening to an eight hour podcast
0: yep um let's see uh, Jeff says thanks for helping me through the darkness hey Rod and Karen I spent the last week in a mental health crisis and I'm still in it hard I don't know if I'm going to make it through the other side of this dark patch but I forge ahead this is what PTSD and depression looks like in real life and yeah this is probably an overshare so if y'all don't want to feel want to, feel free not to read it. oh that's too late on the feedback show <laughs> no offense will be taken sorry I didn't free screen this over the past five days I didn't get out of bed didn't shower didn't do anything I haven't eaten since Monday and I only had two Gatorades to drink what i did have was your podcast i listened every day and even laughed a few times uh sometimes and sometimes i feel so alone but somehow y'all are always there friends in my head at least oh oh thank you baby. that's oh man that's very sweet of you uh i i i saw this thing on uh facebook that the cowboys the nfl team is doing where you go to the stadium and you can select players in this like kiosk you know it looks like if you ever go to the mall the new kiosk with ads looks like that so you can select your favorite players from the team and then you stand back with your group of real people and then you can take a selfie and it looks like the team is taking the selfie with you and then they give you the picture at the end oh so it's like you really said it's like it's really just y'all three but then they and they show you how everyone is like posed and like around you and all this stuff
1: oh and that's
0: neat when i shared it i said that's what podcasting is to me
1: mm-hmm.
0: whereas like <laughs> like i'm not really in the room with these people but it's like oh i'm picking nick jill and reggie and we are all <laughs> sitting at lunch having a good time having right now wow you know like in my head this we we recorded this together you know and The fact that what we do can give anybody that feeling, you know, for any little bit is dope. And yeah, man, like I said, it's gotten me through rough patches. And I'm not talking about us podcasting, but me being a listener. Mm -hmm. There's been some, some dark days. I was like, man, this gave me a sense of normalcy because I'm not doing normal things right now. Maybe I don't have a job, you know, when Karen uh, was in the hospital, when, um, you know when death, like people I knew that died, and I'm like, but it's uh, a new episode of Three Guys On still came out, and I'm gonna. Go, you know, I'm gonna do that for a while, you mm-hmm. know. So it's as, the, as a, I feel you.
1: Yes, as a formal or a way of uh escape, and you know, it's the thing where sometimes that that sound in in, in your head through the headphones makes a, a big difference. You know, for a lot of people,
0: and it's like the world's still going on, and mm-hmm. so people are finding like the. For me, anyway, a lot of stuff I listen to is comedy, so it's like people are still finding the humor in things um people are still you know um you know reporting on this day-to-day stuff and i I don't know i don't know why that works for me I, I can see how some people think it's very trivial but for me it was like something to latch on to you know like okay well this is what keith and him are going through this week or this month or at their jobs or whatever and it's like yo I, I this is this is helping me like I, i'm glad that i'm listening to this and for an hour today i wasn't like when am i gonna get a call back on this job when am i going you know like what's oh what's gonna happen at the hospital i'm not worried about that for a little bit anyway i know y'all don't do this for me but it helps and i just wanted you to know how much you help uh please keep it up but don't feel bad taking breaks just please know what you do means the world to some of us be well jeff yes with a g i know my parents are assholes hello (laughs) yeah oh uh, that's a running joke that's so funny we have come so far jeff i remember when i first saw jeff with a g i was like every jeff with a g is an asshole and then i thought about it, i was like wait every jeff with a g has parents that raised him to be an asshole it's not your fault jeff and uh you know he luckily he was able to take that joke thank you, know? you baby and yeah man i hope uh i
1: hope you get to the other side
0: yeah exactly you know i know uh you know i, I haven't lived with Depression like that or whatnot, or not that type of PTSD or whatnot, but you know, just empathetically, um, I can understand like how people can, uh, how it can make you feel like this absence of reality, like it's not gonna be okay and you're not where and nothing's gonna, it's never gonna be okay again and all that shit. But you know, if, um, being friends with Bossy and reading Bossy's book especially has taught me anything, it's like, uh as she always say you have to allow yourself morning you like, do and that's m-o-r-n-i-n-g like allow yourself the next day because if you can start there you know you can you can find the strength you can get that one more day and then you keep going like that and uh not every day is going to be great but you just have to remember it's not it's not the end you know right it's not the end
1: until it's the end and
0: it's not all going to be suffering you know? uh,
1: agreed. Every day you're not gonna be suffering.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, and then the last one I met an NY Times best, New York Times best-selling author. Three exclamation points! Oh, from Kim Doc, who says, "Hey, Rod and Karen, Bossy X's book came out on my birthday, so I purchased it as a gift to myself and to support the good sis. I've been hearing nothing but awesome things, but stayed away from the snippets to get an unadulterated feel for it." i saw on her website that she would be at the kennedy center in washington dc on the following weekend although i had a busy travel weekend and the uh evening started over, and the event started around six i contemplated leaving work early to go see her at around three thirty. i said eff it i'm going okay i don't blame you once in a lifetime okay mm-hmm. i read about i had read about 35 pages of the book It couldn't miss the opportunity so i got out there late around six fifteen ish. sat down in the venue the grand ballroom looking area at the far end of the center this was a truly beautiful layout sitting down the moment the felt uh the moment felt grand and just what she deserved my goodness meeting her meeting her was simply awesome she had been ice grilling me as she had talked to others and i got kind of nervous lol she immediately said i think i know you where do i know you from and i felt like meeting you both to be honest i told her i knew her from the twitter and the blackout Test. i only had a brief moment to talk with her but it was tremendous i told her i found a podcast when looking for an episode to break down the teddy per teddy perkins episode of atlanta we shared a laugh about our conspiracy theories and i shared admiration for what your <laughs> for what your podcast brings to life i'm so uh to life i'm so incredibly happy for her and the book i see parallels between her mother and my mother one takeaway from bossy is when she tells you i'm so happy that you're here you truly feel it in a literal figurative and metaphoric way if you know anything about her i purchased two more copies so that my sisters and i could read it together and she signed them all oh and she signed them all look i don't even think mine is signed hold on i'm about to check i feel like mine ain't signed it has did you, did you, i did you, get a personalized note though i'm gonna say you got the unsigned version yeah see mine ain't even signed so i need to get bossy to sign mine to be real but uh, i did get a personalized note so uh you know eat your hearts out guys i purchased too much uh she says also um many congrats to bossy and so much love to you both rod and karen enjoy your weekend kim doc yeah thank you and you know i'll check in with bossy you know all the time to just see how everything's going and stuff you know because i it's you know it's funny uh how that relationship has blossomed from." you know i i mean i'm you know i'm a fan of bossy from uh honestly from podcasting more than even like spoken word and stuff Mm -hmm. um i used to listen to her on twib with elon james and i was Mm -hmm. just like who is this girl she is so funny um and she's uh so open and vulnerable but honest and still like like who is this person you know she's just such an interesting person and you know i follow her on twitter and all that stuff and we're cool and you know then we you know we do our podcast and it's doing good and all that stuff and uh you know i just kind of kept kept tabs with bossy but you know kind of like the you know i'm not one of those people to try to encroach on people's face space right and i'm definitely not a we gonna be friends person i don't do that shit so uh <laughs> she um hit me up um a couple years ago when uh this is us started and we i just we were talking about random stuff and she was just talking about how good this show is and i was like i haven't watched it yet i really don't watch serious shit like this normally and she's like it's really good you should watch it i'm trying to think like should i start a podcast or something like that and i'm like i'll watch it you know maybe we can maybe we can do something together or i can we can do an episode about it, a review right. of it you know just you know kind of like why not you know and I like hey i like you and we're you know you're cool and i it, we'll just have an excuse to just to talk a little bit more or whatever and i watched it and i was like oh my god it's like the greatest fucking show i've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um you know we really became like fast friends based off of just podcasting together and you know obviously texting and real life shit too but um i've never met bossy in person not yet you know uh, yeah. and so that's the goal one day yeah so we uh you know then we're doing atlanta and then we're doing insecure and you know and people loved it people were tuning in and listening and stuff and me too um, people like
1: me don't watch none of the shows i'm just here well i watch atlanta and you watched insecure yeah and insecure but but, yeah. but for the main staple there's too much yes
0: so yeah man so we just i don't know man sometimes i just feel like uh I don't, I don't know what you would call it but just you ever feel like things line up in a in the way that's they're supposed to and i feel like that's what happened with me and bossy's friendship where mm-hmm. you know i had a long time ago i was like oh man I'm, she's such a cool person i'd love to be her friend you know um and just it just kind of happened without trying to be like you know, all up in the Kool Aid, all up in the Kool Aid, without a spoon. It, it just happened. without
1: a spoon. What happened to the, you? Don't know the flavor. Like, you're always
0: up in the Kool. You're all up in the Kool Aid without you don't sugar. The that's what you might as well say. <laughs> you don't. Whatever that nigga said. uh You're all up in the Kool Aid, and you didn't bring your own glass. Yes. But yeah, man. And then she also the thing that's really brought me a lot of joy is that she. Uh, cause you know, we did promote the Chicago event before it happened. Cause you know, she's human. She gets a little nervous. This is kind of a big deal. Uh, people are like, you know, like it would freak you out. You're traveling. You're doing a tour for your book. You're having interaction with people. People are, um, you know, like hitting you up all the time. I'm sure she's got tons of new people and tons of old people mm-hmm. popping back up in her life. Cause hey, I heard you got a bestseller. What's Come going on, on? best friend? and so you know um through all of that stuff you know you you hope at these events like people show up people want to talk and stuff and one of the things she's always reported back from various different locations no matter where she's gone so far blackout tips this is us this too much fans are showing up and y'all are showing up yeah y'all are showing up and letting her know like yo i I heard you i listened to the show i love you you're such a great person your writing is so great right it's it's that type of uh it's that type of love that i think really sets apart what we do from a lot of people's shit not just the the size of our fan base we don't have the biggest fan base but we definitely have in my opinion the best fan base like y'all are the most loving sincere kind Mm -hmm. empathetic people man like we have a lot of people that give a fuck about people that aren't just just them correct you know and are very considerate and respectful like we don't i'd never hear about our fans showing up and acting like you know they was yelling all the mark comedy set like everybody Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter from janelle james to um to chris Lambert, to mm-hmm. uh the jail. comedy outliers the jail covan mm-hmm. to um bossy Ickby, to everybody that does any work where they're gonna be in public situations where our fans may attend every single one of them is always reported back that y'all were like fucking outstanding so thank you guys for supporting us mm-hmm.
1: that means a lot
0: thank you for supporting our friends uh friends of the show and stuff and um for this week only i'm gonna forgive y'all for no five-star reviews for that okay okay y'all had, okay that's
1: fair That's y'all, fair. y'all
0: do show up and show out and show love that's it
1: but you gotta make up for it next week now yeah
0: y'all had an off week and i was a little bit angry but you know it, it's almost in the show and i just want to say i'm sorry guys and i shouldn't have came with y'all next like that okay so all right until next time uh i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.